Spotlight One. Spooky Scoreboard. Happy Halloween. With Gordon, Dickin Duncan. The Unseen Presence at Manchester City. Gordon who? Gordon DL. And the Phantom Injuries of Mark Wilson. It's Trick or tweet at Clyde SSB or call. Who you gonna call? 0141-951-1025. Clyde One. Spooky scoreboard. Yes, good evening. Welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Craig Levine is sacked by Hearts just days before the League Cup semi-finals. Ryan Jack delights Stephen Gerrard in a 4-0 win at Ross County. And Celtic get the job done against St Mirren as James Forrest marks his new deal with a goal. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well, only one place to start, I think, Gordon. That's with the sacking of Craig Levine and Budge finally making the move that I think a majority of Hearts fans would like to, to have seen. His position became um, untenable after some seriously poor performances and results. And if you look at his his record stretching way back to last season, I think there was only one option for the Hearts owner. Um, and you wonder, with the semi-finals coming up at the weekend, what sort of impact that will have on the Hearts team. We see it so many times where a manager goes out, the players then raise their game, and you wonder, come the weekend, will that make it a more difficult task for Rangers? Yeah, not surprised. Uh, some people may say, well, they've got a semi-final coming up, big game, was it the right timing? Yeah, I think every Hearts fan. I've said for ages, if it's a results-driven business, I think Craig Levine's done very well, Gordon, to hang on as long as he's actually still been there. And last night, icing on the cake, that was it for him. And a sacking for Craig Levine at Hearts And whoever put that intro in A sacking for him as well <laughs> A busy old Thursday show Mark Wilson Because every team in the Premiership played last night It was a, a full fixture card um, And some big results Top, middle and bottom Yeah um, Well that's everyone played each other Now and you usually get a, a You know an idea of how the table's going to pan out After that happens I find it incredible that the top two Are separated by one goal only It shows the way the season's going to pan out It's going to be incredibly tight I think Motherwell uh, Are in a fight A three way fight For third place And the rest Are just scrapping For who's actually going to be In the relegation fight When you look at that From Kilmarnock down in the table Any one of those sides Could be in the bottom two Come the end of the season The top two Have ran away with it And will stay in each other's coattails All season and the rest are scrapping for third A convincing win for Rangers last night Gordon mm-hmm. A convincing result in the end for Celtic the, the, the crazy thing about how high these two have set the bar at home Is you're possibly expecting more goals Against the Mirren at Celtic Park But at the end of the day Three points, job done, in the bag And um, Rangers doing their part And, and then some in the Highlands Yeah, uh, I thought the Celtic would have scored more than two After the fantastic form they were in last week um, But it's all about getting the three points. I think Rangers, I've got to say, Gordon, I watched the full game. I think Rangers and Steven Gerrard, as much as it's a, a good result getting up there, and the pitch was brilliant last night. That's what I said on Tuesday. The one thing getting up to these journeys and players getting into grounds they've never been to before, the first thing they look at is the pitch, right? If the pitch is good, it, 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 it makes their mind up. Mm-hmm. 
I thought Rangers should have scored a lot more than four goals last night. I really do. I think that's the only thing you'll be disappointed with. Great result, four goals. Uh, Ryan Jack was absolutely magnificent, you've got to say. Um, Morelis once again, he got some game time in, he got people rested for the semi-final. But when you look back in that, the goalkeeper, uh, he must still be thrown out. The Rangers goalkeeper. He never got a touch of the ball. He was absolutely frozen. I thought they should have scored with the balance, the the, the way they played, should have scored more than four. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. That's the number you need to get in touch. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB. So we're here until eight o'clock looking for a couple of things. Your reaction to all of last night's games. Rangers fans, how happy are you with Ryan Jack? Celtic fans, what did you make of last night's performance? What about you, Motherwell fans? Back up to third. How long can you stay there? Does Paul Heckingbottom get a stay of execution after that last minute goal? So many questions and you can answer them on the phone 0141 951 1025 There only really is one place to start though It's big breaking news One of our biggest clubs One of our most well-known managers And it has come to an end that relationship Craig Levine sacked just days before uh, that semi-final against Rangers It was obviously a poor run of results He won't be resuming his director of football role either However... He will see out his contract until the end of the season Working to develop the club's internal structure Read into that what you will Give us your reaction to the news that Craig Levine is no longer the Hearts manager 01419511025 Martin is first up He's a Hearts fan from Kirkintilloch Inevitable Martin or the wrong decision? No, 100% the right decision guys You know what I mean? It's just His position at the club as manager has become unattainable It's like one one eleven hadn't won a home game for six months. The fans were starting to boot with their feet. It was just it had to go. I'm not saying that. And look, if we probably if we went on Sunday, which I can't see us doing because they're absolutely rotten in it. Would have just maybe been tapering over the cracks again. Everyone, people might have thought, oh, give another chance. You got us this like to another final, but no, it had to be done. The right thing to be honest with you, it's, it wasn't working for them. It was starting to I think as well. You could actually start to see it like in his press conferences well. He was just, it just seemed like a man was. I think he knew deep within his cell that he, it was going to come, but just not when, you know, it was like if, not when. Do you think that's, do you think that's why it has come before the, the semi-final, Martin? Because some people would look at that and say it's a strange time to get rid of the manager just a couple of days away from such a big game that they might win. But you've just mentioned that there is—is is that why it's been taken? Because in actual fact, any victory on Sunday would just be papering over the cracks. Is that the way most of the Hearts fans see it? That was just—it was the same against Hibs game when we beat Hibs at Easter Road and Aberdeen the cup, just papering over the cracks. Too good, too. I mean, Aberdeen weren't that that good that night either. And Hibs, we'll see where they are as well. They aren't much better than us than now. You know, so it's hard to, it just papered over the cracks. I'm just—I don't know where he thought he was. Going to go or what was going to happen? He thought it was maybe just untouchable because he had such a good work relationship with Ryan Budge. But eventually, she's good to see as like the majority shareholder and that she's good to see the fans. I mean, it's one man isn't bigger than the club. The, the fans stop going. It's you know that's when you've really got problems. Okay, let's split it into a few different categories here. First, is it the right decision? First and foremost, Mark Wilson. Um, yes, um, purely because of, of what's went on, not just this season but last season. I think, I think when he got to the Scottish Cup final, uh, it was all—it's obviously a great achievement to get to a Scottish Cup final. However, even getting there was a bit of a struggle, if you remember that, and that paired with 
pretty poor league form in the closing stages of last season had some Hearts fans alarmed you know you, you look at the cup run against I think it was all and then Thistle they needed a replay and then even against Inverness although I ended up a, a decent result it wasn't entirely convincing on that day um, put up a decent show against Celtic ultimately lost and from then on things didn't really improve at the start of the season I think a lot of Hearts fans thought after that they might have got an improvement at the start of the season and even with the League Cup games alarm bells were ringing in that um, draws I think uh, at least five and then beating penalties things like I noticed the League Cup and it wasn't the priority games and the seasons just started however Hearts fans were looking for a reaction and it never came and one bad res- result just followed another the only positive was the one away at Easter Road that Hearts scraped through and that's really been the only shining light for the Hearts fans and once the Hearts fans turn it's an incredibly difficult place to go as a, an away player but for the home players I think you could see the pressure then falling on their shoulders and when that happens I think there's only one decision I mean Gordon Craig Levine's go-to recently was to point out how close they still are points-wise to the top six to the European places and of course he was absolutely right um, but as Martin points out one league win at that game at Hibs since March I think it's 18 games Forgive me if I've Slightly miscalculated But 18 games One league win I mean for a club The size of Hearts That's never going to be Acceptable is it? Yeah there are two things for me Uh, Craig Levine It was the right decision I thought he'd get a great run at it Any other manager Because of his relationship With the board And he's obviously a part of that And the club As an ex-player as well uh, He get The benefit of doubt Gordon Any other manager Would have done it The door Months ago Um, The one thing I, I Hearts are a big club Great support through there They come out in numbers If they're doing well They back their club The style of football Was horrendous I've got to say Really Every time I watched them Apart from one game And I couldn't believe it Motherwell that night At Fir Park In the cup I thought they played very well And I thought Well maybe he's changing his style But it was Mm -hmm. back to the long ball again But Don't forget For me (coughs) Excuse me If I was a Hearts supporter As much as I would be Pointing the finger at Craig Levine there's a lot of players mm. out there need to take responsibility They got off too lightly for me Martin, was that another aspect to the displeasure amongst the Hearts fans? Obviously results are, are the main thing But the style of play, was that something that was frustrating you? Yeah, I, I totally, I mean, you could see it coming It was nine times out of ten It was played across the back, back to Berra Then a diagonal ball You know what I mean? It was like football, it wasn't like football, it was football It was like, there seemed to be no creativity In like the middle of the park Players that could like really turn again, you know what I mean? The, a killer pass or like running. It was just, it was very, very static at times. It was very square. It was not, I mean, last night running against St. John's had a lot of the possession, but nothing telling, you know what I mean? Not a thing, nothing direct. That's why I think, I mean, for me being a Hearts fan, now I, would, I hope the Hearts, the board, I'd like to see Jack Ross giving a go at the job. He's been a coach at the club. You know, he done fantastic with St. Burn when he was there. That's who personally I'd like mm. to see Well that's, that's the thing Football doesn't hang about And the question already Comes up Who's next Jack Ross It remains to be seen Whether there's any Sort of bad blood or, You know Regarding the way he left Don't know if that's something That would be possible He's certainly Available mm-hmm. um, I've seen other people Mentioned Stephen Robinson Gordon They can forget no, it They can, no, they can move on Elsewhere boarding up um, But yeah These are the types of names That already With a, you know, a couple of hours Since the news 
These are the names that are coming up well, Any out, thoughts? Out of the two names that you're talking about there And of course John Robertson Just to throw that one in Club no, legend No No no. I, I think you've got to get away from that I really do I think all that Bringing John Robertson or, uh, You know Levine come back Sometimes you've got to just break away from that Get someone in Fresh ideas New voice to the place You're talking about Jack Ross You're talking about the Motherwell manager I would take the Motherwell manager All day long Over Jack Ross I like Jack Ross I think he's a terrific guy He's never managed In the Premier League He managed with Alaba He worked with Hearts As a, a coach he, he went to St Mirren He got them up For them the championship Left Took on a terrific job At Sunderland And just unfortunately Didn't work out for him So I don't see the big Glamour To say well Jack Ross is the guy That's got to take us up Because he he's managed A big club That's the thing a big club in Sunderland he, And the expectations at Sunderland He managed a big club in League 1 With a massive wage bill And it, still couldn't get him up It's still a big club And everything that comes with being a big club He's he's been there He's seen it He's done it Would the Hearts fans not prefer that? I know he was sacked But some would say he was unfortunate To be sacked Would the Hearts fans not prefer where, where that? Where have got a guy down the road That's fighting Steve, with, Stephen with, Robinson's done brilliant There's no doubt about that No that I won't have me go Let me say yeah, I, I was going to say I'm yeah, not too no, happy with I'm, you I'm having, and, and listen If Jack Ross picks up the job At Ham, uh, Hearts Sorry I wish him all the mm. very very best But I don't think All of a sudden The minute Le- Levine leaves You shout Right Jack Ross is available So let's get him in I don't and, think it's just because He's available to be yeah, fair, and, Martin and brought it up. He, he, Martin, tell us why you want him then. Defend your well, decision. Yeah. Gordon's not having it. I know. Eh, well, the reason I think I'm in is he's kind of a. I know you're always saying like it's a championship. It's a man that. Eh, he played. He played them. Played really, really good football. It's a man. I think he can actually. I said he's been a, a coach at the club. I said maybe a bit of blood, blood there. I don't know. Then all the ins and outs. He knows the structure to the club. He knows what needs. What the club needs. You know what I mean? So he's got a bit of an insight, but if Jack Ross is the man, Jack Ross is the man, you know, it's, it's not for me to say, but again, a gather guy I'd like to possibly see, Gary Holt, I think Gary Holt's just your typical Scottish manager, he knows the game, you know, he's no Livingston, you know, he's, again... Yeah, I'll tell you what Martin you hang on the line because we're going to hear from Christoph Berra, um, quite strange circumstances today, he was speaking... Literally just before the, the news broke and, um, So like I said This is before But he says that They are letting themselves down um, And that they expect better He doesn't know what the formula is To start winning games But says they must Buck up their ideas Yeah it's been tough You know you're not winning games And you, you, you do have the expectations Of um, Hearts You know it is a big club But within our own right You know and uh, We expect Better from ourselves, you know, not just from the media and from the fans, you know, ourselves, you know, we know we're letting ourselves down and letting the club down, letting the fans down. We need to do better, you know, and uh, we need to get back to winning games. And as soon as we start winning games and build from that, you know, and um, I don't know what the formula will be, but, you know, we're, we're trying to search from it, search for it, and, um, you know, we, something needs to, we need to, we need to buck up ideas dramatically. We've got into a rut of not winning games, you know, we're, we're getting beat or we're drawn, you know, and um, we expect so much more from ourselves, you know, so yeah, it's, we try and go into every game to win the game, but unfortunately, you know, things are, are just not going our way at, way at the moment and not for a, for a while, you know, and um, it's a tough one, it's, um, as soon as you cross that white line, you need to give your all and hopefully hard work will, um, will change that, you know, but um Things need to change quickly and we need to, as I say, we need to back up our ideas. Martin, what do you make of that 
uh, fact that you know he's, he's he's left his job, Craig Levine, as as manager. Um, he also will not be resuming his director of football role, but it says that he will still see out his contract till the end of the season, working to you know sort of develop the club's internal structure, which has just led loads of people on social media to crack that joke that Craig Levine has sacked Craig Levine, and Craig Levine will now be picking Craig Levine's successor. I don't know if it's if it's quite as, as true as that, Martin. But what, what do you make of that side of it? I, to be honest, I don't really know because it's a really really bizarre situation. You know, I mean it's. I could have seen like on with his contract, but on Garden leave at the end of the season. But as for have like any structure from the club, I just they could leave. I don't know their manager going to come in and say the guy who's got sacked, he's going to basically have some input in what I'm doing, what I'm saying. That could be an earth stumbling block for get a manager, and you know, I think the best thing for today was basically for to cut ties with the clubs all together. He's still in the back. I see he's still going to be in the background and. How's that going to... That could have a detrimental effect on the players, other managers coming in, backroom staff, you know? You, you just don't know. I totally agree with that, Martin. I, I find it bizarre as well. It's an odd, an odd role that they've created there, but you're totally right. How's an, another manager going to feel coming in and thinking perhaps Craig Levine is still in the background? Ian Catherall was manager. Craig Levine had a big say in that and that didn't go well. Another manager might just look at the job and go... You know what? I don't fancy that. I'm my own man. I want to make my own decisions. And if Craig Levine's about, I don't fancy it. What about the timing, Gordon? Um, in terms of a couple of days before this semi-final, mm. does that does that matter? Is that a reason why they, they shouldn't have done it, or is it in fact the reason why they should have done it? Um, well, the, only the board can answer that, Gordon. Yeah, they but could, what do you think? I'm the, not interested yeah, in, the, in them. Well, I'm right just now. I'm trying to bring them in. I'm trying to get them involved in the conversation. Um, I think that they've looked at it and thought, do you know what? It could be, it would need to be a big lucky against Rangers and at the weekend and Sunday, and all of a sudden he's in the final and he's bought himself more time. I think, obviously, after last night they thought, no, enough's enough. But I do agree with Mar. I do agree with Martin. I've nothing against Craig Levine. He tried his hardest as a Hearts man. He has to leave the club, put him in garden leave, get him out, get free. Whether it's Jack Ross, whether it's somebody else, get in there and let him get on with the job. Martin and Kirk and Tillock, thank you very much for the call. It's 0141 951 1025 if you want to join them. Twitter is at Clyde SSB. This is the perfect time to get in touch because we're going to look back on last night's football. Stephen Gerrard is hailing Ryan Jack as a proper leader. And James Forrest is the man who's getting the credit from Neil Lennon. Signed a new deal, scored one of Celtic's goals last night. So get your calls in. Let's look back on last night's action. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. More ghostly than a Brecon City home game. This is Clyde One Spooky Scoreboard. You like them, Gordon DL? Yeah, yeah. You, you happy with those? Yeah, yeah, they're good. <laughs> anyway, Gordon DL is here. Mark Wilson is alongside him. We're going to start looking back on last night's football. So get in touch. 01419511025. Some tweets coming in though regarding the Hearts situation. Steely Dan believes Hearts have a decent core of six, maybe seven players. Whoever takes over will hugely improve. First, they need to stop the huge. Movement of eight or nine players every window Stability and continuity Is the way forward Chris McEntee's thrown in Gordon Strachan's name mm-hmm. um, What's I can't even read uh, Armchair Sniper Is suggesting <laughs> Robinson or Ross 
Craig M says What about Graham Murty For the Rangers job Doing a, a great job With the Rangers youth team Has Premiership experience There we go uh, 01419511025 On the phones Let's start looking back On last night's action uh, Let's start in Dingwall Shall we Furthest away To closest Stephen Gerrard believes Ryan Jack is a proper leader And the type of player That should be an example To the rest of the squad He's happy that they've added goals to, uh, from distance to their game this season. Ryan Jack scoring a couple in Dingwall. I mean, how good's he been since I've come through the door? He's an example for the rest of the squad because he never drops a standard, whether it's a training session or a game. He knits everything together. He drives the team on. He demands from everyone else around him. It was a performance of a, of a proper leader and um, there's two finishes. He's adding that to his game as well. So he's come on leaps and bounds and he, he just needs to keep going, but he's so vital to us and that's the reason why I took him off because I had that luxury. We've got more in our squad now that can score from the edge of the box. Um, we never had enough last year. Yeah, I think Scott Arfield's been unlucky on a couple of occasions where he's at the bar. Um, Joe Aribo scored a couple from distance. Shea and Ryan Jack's adding that type of finish as well. It's important that we've got all the tools in our armory, really. You know, we, the first goal comes from a great one-two and getting around the back of teams. But if we're going to keep coming up against these blocks, it's important that we can shoot from distance. And Ryan's scored two fantastic goals as well. Um, he's getting excited for Natsuk, so I had to get him off. He's known to be more of a, a deep sitter, but he's such a fit lad. He's got himself in terrific shape. Whereas having the three in there, we've always got the balance behind the ball. He's got that licence to go and join in, and um, I welcome that. As long as there's the right balance behind the ball, I don't mind anyone going and joining in and trying to get themselves on the score sheet. The question Stephen Gerrard asked at the beginning there, hypothetical, I'm sure he says, how good has he been since I came in? Well, Alan in Stirling, I think you can maybe answer that. How good is Ryan Jack at the moment for you? How impressed have you been? For me, Ryan Jack is the all-round midfield, midfielder and he should be a first pick for the Scotland squad and he should be a Rangers captain. That's what I'm thinking. I just want to know what the panel thought of it. Well, remember he pulled out the last one injured, Gordon. I think um, I don't think there'll be any doubt he'll be in the next squad. Um, what yeah. have you made of him in, the, in his, his recent form? I thought, uh, yeah, he's been playing well, but I thought last night he was exceptional. Uh, from the first whistle, Gordon, he dictated the game. What I do like about him, and I was listening to Rangers manager saying there, he was always known as someone that would just sit in front of the back four and sweep things up and try and get the ball and play it nice and simple. He's added so much to his game now. He's getting forward. He's getting into good positioning And last night he had two terrific finishes In fact he nearly had a heart trick as well Which would be the ice and the cake for a boy But yes he has improved Whether it'll be the big argument And it's all about opinions You know the Scotland squad You look at McTominay for instance I thought last night watched uh, A lot of the Man U game down at Chelsea I thought he was absolutely brilliant uh, You've got McGregor who's top quality You've got Christian there as top quality. John McGinn. You've got John McGinn as decent top quality. I'll mm. put him in that bracket as well. So the good thing is, he's got a challenge in there, but Ryan Jack's not frightened of a challenge. And uh, I'll be up to the manager to see who has got to play in that midfield because we have got a lot, a lot of good players I, in there. I don't think we have to pick a Scotland starting 11 no. right now. Let's not get too bogged down in, in that debate, Mark. But how impressed have you been with Ryan Jack? This season, maybe stretching back to last yeah, season as well, but his his yeah. his form at the moment. Yeah, uh, like uh, it's always incredibly difficult to to go to a big club like Rangers and establish yourself, especially in a midfield area where you know Rangers can afford to bring in you know big signings in that area. So it took Ryan Jack a, a wee bit of time. There's no doubt about it. He's a real driving force in that side. He's got you know quality around about him with Davis and Kamara, Morelos up front. But he is a real driving force, and probably what was missing from his game, as Daz was touching on there, was goals. 
And he, I think he's reaping the, the benefits of playing under one of the world's you know great midfielders who scored plenty from out the box. And I don't think it's a coincidence that he's added that to his game under Steven Gerrard. His performance last night I thought was exceptional mm. as well. Two goals, brilliantly taking. Might have had a hat trick mm. with one with a left foot. So he's been exceptional. And I think Alan's got a point with the captaincy. I think you can see the leadership qualities from him. And you wonder, oh, well... If James Tavernier's form doesn't pick up If it's an option for Stephen Gerrard To give him the armband Is that the next step Alan? Stephen Gerrard mentioned there He's not always been asked to play an attacking role So you're not going to judge him on his goals alone But if he can add a few more If he can end the season I don't know, creeping towards double figures Or even get into double figures Is that what would perhaps take Ryan Jack on to the next level? Well, I think he's already reached the next level But yeah. I'm sure he should be the Rangers captain without a doubt. He, he was a captain of Aberdeen and he's done a fantastic job there and he's came to Rangers and he's just, as the guy said, he's established himself in the team. He's just a fantastic all-rounder and he should be the captain of the Rangers Football Club. That's that's my opinion on it. Tavernier should be taken off it right away and then that takes the pressure off Tavernier, get Tavernier back to his base and basically let let that man do what he's good at. Is run is run ring round everybody. What about the all round performance last night, Alan? What did you make of it as a game? Absolutely superb. Absolutely superb. I, I couldn't fault Rangers in any department last night. Not one. Not one department. Yeah, I mean, listen. I think any time you go away from home and one four nil, one four nil. The first goal I thought was was tremendous. The way they kept the ball, passed it about, worked it from one side to the other, and then a man who I've been criti- critical of most weeks, Ojo and. I think he could do more I think he did more last night he puts Can you give a him great... a wee bit of stick For his sitter he missed In the first two or three minutes uh, Yeah Well he, he has score, to post He, he should score, score but it, You know he, he plays a, a fantastic ball across And then you've got that guy Morelos Who's just Bang on form And, and firing all cylinders So very impressive Scored a, a variety of goals last night Which I think will Please Stephen Gerrard It's one to 18 for the season Alfredo oh. Morelos 23 games 18 goals Do you know what I loved about it Right It was freezing it In Dingwall last night Know that I know Right, I just heard it was freezing. I looked <laughs> Andrew, at, tell uh, me. Andrew told me, yes. Now you see the guy; he's up there. It's been a, a probably a long day. The, uh, whatever the, they went up, maybe in the morning, got asleep. And, <laughs> Why are you so concerned about on. the temperature, the length of because, time because spent? I'm going Where's to, this going? Because I'm going to tell you, this will be good. He scored his two goals. He's thought, job done. I'm going to get taken off here. My job's finished for a night. I'll go and get a nice hot shower, sit there and watch the boys for fifteen minutes or sit in the bed. But his face and reaction when he scores his goal and Steven Gerrard's get his number up there to take him off tells everything for and me. Gerrard and, and Defoe having a bit of a laugh about it yeah, as well, weren't they? Because he wants to, he wants to stay on and keep scoring goals, Gordon. I think his attitude this season, especially, has been brilliant. He's different class in front of goals. His movement's good, and he's banging them in for fun. So, so what I, you're saying is, if that was you, oh, you would have scored the goals oh, and yeah. been in the shower <laughs> before oh. the subs board was up. Mark, Mark, I, at least I tell the truth. Yeah, I would have been looking <laughs> over, thinking my Get job's done. Uh, thank you very much to Alan and Sterling. Craig is on the line uh, on Twitter. Sorry, saying Ross County is not an easy venue on a Wednesday night. Four 0 a terrific result. Ryan Jack, outstanding, best midfielder in the country. Says Craig on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, just along the road in Glasgow, James Forrest celebrated his new four-year deal by scoring the second goal in a two-nil win against St Mirren for Celtic. Celtic fans, what did you make of it? Neil Lennon, the manager, says the winger is irreplaceable to him. I don't care how much money we pay him; he's priceless to me. Um, that's 10 goals he's got and um, 
you know, his inventiveness, his his intelligence was there for all to see tonight again. It's a brilliant goal. And just his all round game tonight was exceptionally high again, so he's in a, a good great vein form. That's ten goals already, you know, we're only a quarter of the way through the season, which is an amazing return for a, a what we call a, a white player. And he's being backed up brilliantly by Edward and Elianusi and Christie and the Rogics. So, you know, our front four can be devastating at times when they really turn it on. Also made a big contribution to the, you know, the breakthrough goal. Ryan and Moyer in good positions to, to follow in, which really pleased me as well. How did cause for the Goal scoring winger, who's been doing it for 10 years, consistently. Treble player of the year. International player of the year. He started bidding at 25 million. That's what I'd ask for anyway. So a 2 0 win for Celtic against St Mirren on the night. Uh, James Forrest signing a new four year deal. He scored the second goal on the night. Um, again, it was. But I don't know, what word would you use to describe last night's victory? Routine, professional, it clearly wasn't outstanding It's not the five and six that we've seen But nevertheless, Gordon, we we just we can't go through the season like that Considering 2-0 victories has been anything other than no, job they made, done they, they, they did create a few chances St Mirren, all credit to them Jim Goodwin went with a game plan Made it very difficult for Celtic uh, Went in nil-nil at half time Not a lot of teams do that, achieve that yeah, credit to them, part. Yeah. yeah, credit to St Mirren for that one uh, but you always thought with the quality Celtic had on the pitch, Gordon eventually opened St Mirren up. When you're having a, a bad night, uh, it was the same when we were speaking about Rangers at home to Motherwell. Get the three points first and foremost. Yes, be disappointed and say, do you know what? We're usually scoring three, four, five at, at home. But it's all about the three points, especially mm-hmm. when up the road you know that Rangers are cruising to victory. Right, Jerry's a Celtic fan in co-winning. Jerry, it was another three points on the board Celtic just out in front at the moment um, and James Forrest with the new contract as well what did you make of it? Well I, I do like James Forrest Jerry, but sometimes he does annoy me because he never seems to pass the ball when he gets the opportunity I know he scores a lot of goals and he's a great player he's been a great player over the years but sometimes he just I wish he would pass the ball and when he's he's always trying to score and I know that doesn't seem like a thing to be annoyed about but we could score more goals actually passing the ball instead of always being so greedy I don't know why he doesn't do that This is what's fascinating about James Forrest <laughs> The manager's on there saying you can start the bidding at 25 million But Jerry mm. and Co-Winning thinks he needs to pass it more Jerry, I, I, listen, I think the, Neil Lennon sums it up there When he says he's been doing it consistently for 10 years As a winger at a top club uh, He very rarely misses a game now He went through a period that he was injured And he missed uh, large chunks But as a winger to score goals I think he's entitled to keep trying You know 10 goals at this stage Of the season You will have other players In better positions But listen I don't think I think he has a lot of assists as well um, To throw in I mean this is what Jerry this does Fascinate me about Celtic fans How some fans Start the way you did And go He's good But He's good that He does this well But He's been one of Celtics Or if not the mm. top performer Over 10 years and he's rightly got a new contract And I'm amazed that he still splits Some of the seen it again last night Gordon Time mm. and time again The success rate he has now Of coming in onto his left foot And scoring goals That never used to happen Never used to do it And now it's it's a regular occurrence Gordon I'm sure Seasons ago Defenders were told to show him Into his left foot You know Put him into his left And let him 
because he always looked like he was swinging at it, as we say in the game. And he never looked at if he was going to catch one. But all of a sudden, he's steering mm. him. Because every time I watch him at Celtic Park, especially when he came in from the, to his left foot, he went with outside his right all the time. And he's good at that. He's very good at that, I've got to say, it, uh, about the boy. But now he's so confident on his left foot. But let me say, I think, Jerry, love your phone call. Think you're talking nonsense. I really do. It's Halloween. Come on. Get round the doors and tell another joke. Um, no, we're going to have to move on slightly because the, the travel is, is upon us. But, Jerry, I want to get your thoughts on this bit of an update um, from the club that Bio might need surgery. And if he does, it'll be at least six weeks out. Scott Brown taken off as a precaution, but should be okay for Saturday. Particularly the, the bio one, Jerry, and the situation up front. What do you make of it? I think it's a disaster waiting to happen. I think we need another striker pronto. I love Edward, he's a fantastic player, but as soon as he gets hurt, who we got? Lee Griffiths, I love him to death. You can't rely on him. Physically, and I hate to bring it up, but mentally as well, he, he has to be 100%. And the problem is with Griffiths, he comes back and then he gets injured again for like four weeks, six weeks at a time. Bio, not good enough. He's, he was, I know he's not had a run, but one of what I've seen of him, he's not, he can't really go on Edward. We're going to need Edward. I don't know who it is, but that's up to um, Nicky Hammond and you know, Neil Lennon to identify. We're going to need somebody else in January. Yeah, I mean, I think, Mark, t- to be fair to Bio, to judge him fully, you'd need to see more of him. Yeah. But at the same time, if he's going to require surgery and be six weeks out, that... That's the sort of warning sign that, that many people have been um, mentioning in the last few weeks. Celtic are clearly going to look at that market. Uh, yeah, you need, uh, I think Daz touched on that the other day there. You need three strikers to carry you through the amount of games Celtic have. Now, Bio, needing surgery, it's a no brainer. You need somebody else to come in. Griffiths, nobody actually knows what's happening with Griffiths. Don't know where he is. Well, he's meant now. to have started training today, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, he's in and out. It's to going to take to... him a while. We heard that at the end of last season when he came back. It'll take him a while to build up. He got back. He's out again. So you're going to need someone at least. And I think when Neil Lennon mentioned it the other night, it goes to show you they will be actively seeking someone for the other part of January. Jerry and Co. Winning, thank you very much for the call. If you want to get in the phones tonight, this is the perfect time because we're going to get some travel news and then we could be hearing from you. 01419511025. Jim and Co. Marnock has some thoughts on Joe Aribo and they're coming next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Call the Footy Freaks. Gordon Pumpkin Duncan with another horror performance from Gordon DL and the Creaking Knees. Don't really know how to follow that I must admit Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight show Give us a call We're here until 8 o'clock So much to discuss Craig Levine is gone He is no longer The Hearts manager And we had Six big games In the Premiership Last night as well So no shortage Of talking points uh, If you would just Allow me to break away From football For just a second Before we take a call From Jim and Kilmarnock We had some Very interesting Mail Sent to the studio Today Mark Wilson mm. It was a, a, a card I'll, I'll, No, well, usually it is um, Addressed to you <laughs> It was a lovely card Handmade Sent into Gordon DL And I, 
The problem is some of this is confidential And I can't give too much away But it had the model badge in the front You can see it on my Twitter And a, a pop-up yeah, model beautiful. of Fir Park in the middle Again, wow. some of the details are confidential, Gordon But it had a, shall we just say The, the suggestion of an offer for a, an acting it's a, break, it's a break I've been looking for, Gordon, and I'm quite excited about it. Like, uh, genuinely as well, because I know you talk I, rubbish, I, I really but there, there is I a really suggestion am. that it's there, a could, be a, here. A there could be a, an acting career in the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, uh, some, you've got to start somewhere, and uh, I feel there's a big opportunity. I need to sit down and discuss it with my agent and everything like that, first and foremost. <laughs> Who's your agent? <laughs> you. <laughs> have a cup of see what my cut is. 15% I take. Can you just imagine the audition? Would you go with him? <laughs> Like to sit behind him. I honestly think it would be like this. Hi, your name is hey, Ronald Villiers. Okay, and you're with? I'm just, I'm just here myself. Well, what agency are you with? Oh, right, eh? Would they come and pump? Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm strolling. I'm in the walks in agency. But genuinely, you got mail today, and there is a suggestion that there could be an acting career in the pipeline. I can't believe it. I think it's the new hair that's. Yeah, well, you know, LA, maybe next year for me, you can come over on holiday, oh. swimming pool and stuff like that. But yeah. <laughs> you are Ronald Villiers, 100%. <laughs> with a hat on. With a hat. Give me a myself. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Practicing your lines all day and then mucking it up in the audition. <laughs> Anyway, Jim oh, and Kilmarnock Sorry Jim, bit of madness on a Thursday Well you wouldn't expect anything else As a Rangers fan, Jim uh, What stood out for you last night then From that 4-0 win in Dingwall? Um, what stood out for me was a couple of things um, Especially the absence of Two of our best players in Davis and Kent um, I thought obviously Ryan Jack gets the plaudits last night Deservedly so But I thought Aribo played really really well last night um, He was outstanding Really looked, looked good going forward not really set the head on fire so he come in but last night he looked really good in an attack when he was going forward a bit but I thought once again Marelos banging the goals in again he's really he's, his value must be sworn up people are comparing the, him and Edward I don't think there's any comparison I think Marelos is streaks ahead of Edward um, just he's he, all in play his defenders struggle to play against him he's just the guy's really in fire and his attitude Fair play to whoever it is It's took him under his wing But the guy's attitude Has totally changed The last season Even last night I think maybe he touched on it Earlier on in the programme When he was getting took off he's, That would have been Him throwing the toys Out the pram last night But you know, we, My mum and ran on The phone generated A wee laugh And away he goes But I think Morelos and Aribo And Jack were outstanding Last night I yeah. think we're really really Starting to gel as a team I'm going to try something new Where you're allowed To praise Eduard or Morelos But we don't have to argue every night About who's better Well listen we'll do it again Because it's good fun But let, let's save it for the right time What about Aribo as, as Jim mentions Because maybe he's one again That, that some Rangers fans who phone in Gordon Were looking for a, a little bit more from In yeah, recent consistency, games Consistency um, I think so But he sort, he sort of showed Last night what he was all about Yeah some, some of his skills are, are brilliant Gordon He's got it in his locker It's just doing it week in week out And I think that's what frustrates Some of the Rangers fans I was I watched the game last night I don't think Rangers had a, a, a bad player in their team I thought everyone clicked uh, The minute the first goal went in It was a case of how many uh, The only one that I thought I would have taken off was Rangers goalkeeper Because I don't think they needed him um, But the middle of the park Jack just set everything going Aribo was And even as Mark says Oh Joe A lot of people have come on here And sort of a Had a little dig at him About doing a little bit more I thought he played very well The one guy um, 
that doesn't get a lot of praise. And I watched him his movement last night, and the space he makes for others is Arfield. I've got, I, I like Arfield. I think his movements. Now he's good. another one who's been getting again. It's not really criticism or stick. It's just compared to everyone else, he was one who again people phoning in, people mm. tweeting, and thought that he he. Could have done a bit more in the last few games. So you're, you've yeah, been impressed I, with yeah, them last I th- night. I think I think Rangers are better side with Arfield in it. Um, but I think just last night, the minute they get the first goal, the beginning you see Ross County get the warning after two three minutes. Oh, Joe should really put the ball in the back of it. You get the warning. They couldn't handle that. They just couldn't handle the movement. They couldn't handle the way Rangers moved the ball about. And as I said, the only thing that you would probably be disappointed about if you were involved with Rangers is you should probably been more than four a lot more I don't think you'd be disappointed ever with the 4-0 away win no I just I, I, <laughs> I know, no listen you've got to understand the amount of chances and the yeah, possession they had I think they, they this, looked, this reminds me of the Celtic fan we had on a few weeks ago who was unhappy it was only six against uh, Ross County no, but, 4-0 yeah. away from home on a Wednesday night in Dingwall you're taking that all day long all day You're taking two You're taking three So what are you on about then? What I'm on about is I thought that The amount of possession I've never watched a game Where one team Had so much possession gone It was actually embarrassing At times And the chances And the way they moved The ball in the crater I thought they just I thought they could have Had a lot more on four last night okay. I'm not saying they're going to be unhappy with having four. Why did you get my point the here? The upcoming addition, your Ronald. heads on. Ronald Valera. I'm 4-0 away from home. The, the one thing I would pick, Jim, Morello's fantastic. I wouldn't say he's streets ahead of Edward. No way. I think we've got. I think you're right, Gordon. We've got three fantastic number nines, if you like, in this country who are standouts. Morello's, Defoe and Edward. And I think each of them... Are different in their own way Morelos is strong And he, he likes a battle Defoe's an out and out goal scorer Edward I think technically Is better And he can score goals Like he did At Pataudry On Sunday Each of them go about their business In different ways So I wouldn't say any of them are, are Streets ahead But We've got three goal scorers And it'll be interesting to see Who gets the mm. <laughs> Who gets the prize at the end of the season Jim something we've not really looked at yet Is the impact that this Craig Levine sacking has on on Sunday. You're a Rangers fan. Do you think it makes any difference? Do you wish they had waited until after the game on Sunday? Uh, it came at a strange time. I thought they would have maybe done it after the game. Um, but Hearts gave us a good game at Tynecastle. We had a tough game with them. Um, I expect a tough game again on Sunday, but I think we'll, I think we'll, 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 we'll go through. I think maybe 2 nothing. But just to touch on something that Gordon says here about Arfield, I was going to actually raise that point. I think Arsenal has been really, really poor lately. Uh, last season he had a great season, but this season he doesn't really seem to, to have kicked on and kept the form that he had last season. I don't know if Aribo would be, would be a decent player to play in that kind of role that Arfield was playing. No, they've t- they've tried Aribo up there. I don't think it works. I think he needs to be back. When did they try him up there, Gordon? Uh, they played him um, against Celtic. Celtic. Ah, but that was, a, that was all round. That was wrong that day, wasn't it? That yeah, was, yeah, but, was a lot wrong for, that day. For, for me, yeah, it's like somebody saying play Tavernier one up. It doesn't happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think Aribo plays better in the midfield three. And I've got to say, I like Arfield. Everybody's got their own opinion mm-hmm. about players. I think his movement is terrific. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Thanks to Jim in Kilmarnock. It is Beat the Pundit time. It's your chance to get one over on Mark Wilson or Gordon DL if you've got the superior footballing knowledge and you could win yourself a signed ball at the end of it. We're giving away an extra prize tonight just for getting through a pair of tickets for you and a friend to attend Chris Boyd's charity sportsman's dinner at the Crown Plaza on Friday the 15th of November. It should be a cracking night. Jim White. 
Boyd's hosting it. A special Q&A with Darren Fletcher, James McFadden and Chris Boyd. So if you want to win the tickets, all you have to do is get through on Beat the Pundit. 0141 951 1025 and the lines close at 7. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Just to recap tonight's breaking news before the show, Craig Levine has been sacked as manager of Hearts just three days before they play the Betfred Cup semi final against Rangers. So keep your calls coming in on that. We're also looking back on a big night in the Premiership. Rangers 4-0 win in Dingwall A 2-0 win for Celtic against St Mirren Which keeps them top uh, What about you Motherwell fans? Not heard from you yet Third place, how long can you stay there? Although I'm sure if there are any Kilmarnock fans out there They might just have something to say About the red card decision Which saw you go down to 10 men Any of the above, get in touch 01419511025 And we'll do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Stuart in Craigton is on the line. He's ready to play Beat the Pundit. How are you tonight, Stuart? Good evening, Gordon. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad at all, Stuart. And listen, the pressure's off to an extent, Stuart, because even if you get zero questions right, you're still going to Chris Boy's charity sportsman's dinner. You and a pal, we're going to give you a pair of tickets to go along to the Crown Plaza on Friday the 15th of November. Does that sound good? <clears throat> oh, that sounds brilliant. Good, Gordon, man. Yeah, yeah it should, should be a good night. It's in aid of Chris's mental health charity, uh, Jim yeah. White hosting it, Darren Fletcher, James McFadden and Chris Boyd on the panel. So you should have a good one. However... You can go along with the second ball under your arm If you get the, the better of Mark Wilson or Gordon DL If it's heads, it's Mark And if it's tails, it's Gordon No surprises It's Gordon again oh, Well, I've always wanted to play against the big team I watched him play football a lot of times Ah, good son was Come it, on, I'll get you a ball Happy memories? Or... <laughs> we'll get you a ball here Hey, Gordon, cheers uh, Right, let's make sure Gordon can't cheat Because he certainly would if he could that's him We've got him some Clyde 2 in his ear Stuart So he can't hear you 30 seconds Head to head with Gordon You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Okay Who was sent off In Kilmarnock's loss To Motherwell last night? Pass Who beat Aberdeen In the 2000 League Cup final? Uh, Celtic Who did Craig Levine Replace as Hearts manager In this second spell At the club? Uh, Ian Castro was Who do Glasgow City Face tonight In the Champions League? Uh, Bronby Owen Fawn Williams is the current goalkeeper for which Scottish side? Simon Where did Rangers sign James Tavernier from? Wigan Okay, okay Decent effort there I think let's bring Gordon back Gordon are you with us? Yeah, go Great, same set of questions to you Yes Yep Who was sent off in Kilmarnock's loss to Marwell uh, last night? Uh, Bruce Who beat Aberdeen in the 2000 League Cup final? Uh, I'm going nice. Who did Craig Levine replace as manager of Hearts in this second spell at the club? Catherine. Who did Glasgow City face tonight in the Champions Bromby. League? Owen Fawn Williams is the current goalkeeper of which Scottish club? Inverness. Where did Rangers sign James Tavernier from? Uh, Wigan. Brendan Rodgers beat Aberdeen and who else in League Cup finals? Motherwell. And who plays at Balmour? Quickly. Balmour, Peterhead. Okay, okay. If, if he's beaten that, he is a champion. Stuart. <laughs> What do you think? Oh, well gub Gordon, well gub. Do you think so? Uh, this oh, is the thing. Right. I thought Stuart was pretty good as well. Stuart was good, but Gordon, you 
have either been studying or you saw the questions uh, before we came on here. Um, first one was who was sent off in Kilmarnock's loss to Motherwell last night? Did you say Burke before you I said did, Bruce? I did, yes, I did. Look I, at the honesty. What a new I man. S- that's because he comes from Alec Bruce. Other. Yeah, I said Burke instead of Bruce. Brilliant. Because <coughs> I was thinking, I was expecting a bit of a fight there I when you wanted I, to t- I take it off you. I thought honesty would have got me the best well policy. Well done. Are you okay. giving it? No. Alex Bruce I <laughs> uh, have to accept your first answer So it's nil-nil Who beat Aberdeen in the 2000 League Cup final? No, it was Celtic Stuart got it Oh no did. So it's one nil to Stuart Who did, <laughs> Who did Craig Levine replace as Hearts manager the second time around? It was Ian Cathro You both got it So Stuart no. stays one in front uh, got do Who did Glasgow City face tonight in the Champions League? It's Bronby Gordon got it Stuart got it as well Stuart oh, says oh, one Stuart Stuart's got to beat me Owen Fon Williams Is the current goalkeeper For which Scottish side? I don't know Hamilton Ackies Oh so is Come on What did I say? You used said to Inverness. Inverness. used to play for Inverness You're loving Inverness tonight I'm loving it I'm going up there uh, So Stuart's still one in front As we get to question six Where did Rangers sign James Tavernier from? Gordon You were spot on It was Wigan Stuart you were spot on as well Stuart come on So Stuart stays one in front However Tell me it went downhill for Stuart That was the end of the road for you Stuart Not quite as quick as Gordon Brendan Rodgers beat Aberdeen And who else in League Cup Finals it was Motherwell And I'm afraid he got Balmour as well Stuart oh. So it just shows you He's not any more knowledgeable than you Stuart He's just a bit quicker Hi Gordon is it okay if I ask Gordon a question please Absolutely It's a bit on with my pal Go for it It's uh, See when uh, Gordon was at Rangers uh-huh. Did he ever play by a guy called Graham Fife? Uh, no Graham was just before me Oh did this before he got Just before me Yeah what a fantastic footballer Did, you, did you win or lose your bet then Sure. Uh, I've just lost it <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare <laughs> We'll get that cut I off I you played the team as No okay, uh, guys. I, I To be fair Sure. This guy's got the worst memory ever So yeah. <laughs> you might be, you might, It might be worth looking up Anyway thank you to Stuart For playing Beat the Pundit And he's got the tickets anyway He's off to Chris Boyd's Charity Sportsman's Dinner On Friday the 15th At the Crown Plaza If you want to attend You've got two options You can try and win tickets On tomorrow night's Beat the Pundit Or you can go and buy them The old fashioned way From Chris Boyd's Charity website You know there'd Another been victory a real, for you deal yeah, Another victory You know there'd have been A real problem there If Stuart had a went Neck and neck would have went back to that first question. Why? Because I did say Bruce, but you didn't hear me. You said but, but I heard you. You went but Bruce. It was I was think I does that, my does, does that not? <laughs> does that not your lines? Flop my lines. Does that not sum him up? He was willing to admit that he made a mistake until, I'd won. until he found out that it <laughs> cost him the game. <laughs> then he was wanting to go back. Yeah, I don't think so. It was a good performance. So what was the score there? That was, that was a pretty high score, wasn't it? I thought it was beat. Aye, you rattled through them. Inverness. I just went Inverness. Aye, you were just Inverness. Inverness. <laughs> I thought you were going to go to James Tavernier <laughs> one Inverness as well. Four. Inverness. <laughs> 5-4 five, 5-4 four, five, four, huh? so, yeah. Contest yeah, was Well done contest. Daz Thank you to yep. Stuart Right 0141-951-1025 uh, James Tavernier has been coming in For quite a bit of stick recently In case you hadn't noticed Debates around um, His place in the team His captaincy His penalty taking credentials It's the first chance We've had to speak to him Since then And we spoke to him today We're about to let you know What he had to say But let's take a call first On 0141-951-1025 um, I'm not sure if this is at producer Andy's request or, or Crawford who's on the line Crawford's a Hearts fan 
And you know how this show works Gordon We always read out the name The mm. team they support And where they're from I've never had such specific instructions before It says Crawford Hearts Mullinsburn And then in brackets it says Across from the Iron Brew Factory <laughs> <laughs> Just in case we need to pay Crawford a visit Crawford how are you? Hi I'm doing well How are you doing boys? How's the Iron Brew Factory? Uh, I'm looking at it right now Good. When I'm walking the dog uh, Hopefully going to get some secret recipe out of them Is that the one Hold on a minute there is no houses, is there? Across the road for the Iron Brew Factory. He specifically is there. All right, right is now, he? I was like going to say, because I, I run by there quite a few times. I'm you thinking. don't run. Ah, well, now and then. Anyway, sorry, Crawford. As a Hearts fan, what do you make of today's news? Um, do you know what? I phoned in last year when I was living in America in the lead up to the Cup final, and every time I phoned in, I was on about Craig Levine and him getting his jotters. But do you know what? See the way it's been since after the Cup final, the, the amount of supporters that I've spoke to that have said, do you know what? I'm tired of going now. I don't know what it is. It's a habit. I'm getting up at my bed, going to the game and coming back just as depressed as when I left. It's almost, and it's bad to say, but it's almost as if it's like a weight off the shoulders. It, it was genuinely getting that bad that you were just, you were paying your money to go and see a game that you knew what you were getting. And when you were leaving the stadium, you were like, do you know what? What's the point in even coming any longer? So... In terms of that, it is like a weight off the shoulders. I know what the the guy at the start of the show was saying about Jack Ross, um, but I can tell you that that will never happen as long as um, Aaron Budge is there the same as... I know Levine's there until the end of the season, but I can tell you that that's never going to happen. But you know what? It's a relief that he's actually, um, you know, resigned or Budge has actually, you know, got the... Try to get the word here without swearing. Um, she's got the courage to actually turn <laughs> <turn laughs> <turn laughs> You hit my heart in my mouth there as to where that was going. I thought we had a serious problem on our hands, Crawford. I'm glad you you body swerved that one. Um, what about the what about the, the the timing, Crawford? Three days before the, the semi final, does that concern you in any way? No, it doesn't because you know what the players they, they are partly to blame. It's never always just the manager, however bad the manager has been. And you know what? It might be the kick up the backside that they need to go, do you know what? We've not been doing our best here. And we've got a semi-final on Sunday that, you know what, struggled to get to. We, we, never, we almost didn't qualify at the league stage in the League Cup. Aberdeen, Aberdeen were unlucky not to win that game and we straight through on penalties. So, I don't know. McPhee, I don't know if because he's going to be taking it, it might be more of the same. But uh, I would think... Personally, if it was me in the changing room, I'd be looking at myself and go, you know what, we've just cost a guy a job. Even though part of the reason has been him, but the players are to blame as well because they've not been they've not been showing the effort and the desire that you need to be a Hearts player. And people may think, oh, it's not the old firm, but it's still one of the big teams in Scotland. And you need to have uh, the confidence to go out there week in, week out. I agree, I agree with you, team. Crawford, because I think, that's I said earlier, I think that's the players have got to look at themselves as well. It's a collective situation, Gordon. Yeah, you can point the finger at manager, uh, blame lies at the manager's door. I think it's a relief that Craig Levine's gone. I, as I say, I wouldn't have him hanging about the club. I think he needs to remove himself from the club, go and garden, leave, enjoy himself. I've got a lot of time for him. He is a massive Hearts fan. But I didn't like the style of football. Uh, the only time I watched them that I thought I enjoyed watching Hearts tonight uh, was unfortunately against Motherwell for part. I thought they played good stuff. It's not a gamble getting rid of the manager just now before the semi final. It actually gives you better hope because everyone knows Craig Levine taking that team to Hamden. One, 
he's got to be negative. Two, you know the way that Hearts are going to play, and Rangers would have loved that. There's a different voice now. Can, can they do anything different though in the space of yeah, a couple may, of days? Because change, yeah, maybe even think a different so. voice. Yeah, Mark. Now, we were looking at the teams when they look. came out last night. Okay, and. It, Gets to the strikers And it said Stephen McLean And Uchi Piazzo And listen No disrespect to those guys Who on their day Are good at what they do But as soon as you saw it You just You just sort of knew You know how, What Hearts were going to try And do within the game Well I'll give you A perfect example right And I know you can argue The fact that They had better players Graham Murty In my opinion Was never a first team manager In a million years Walks into Rangers To take over Rangers And nearly cemented the job Because all of a sudden Players just thought it's something mm. different It's something fresh Oh I've not heard that before We're going to play maybe slightly a different way And all of it all But of they have sudden, heard They have heard it before It's all, it's the same guys here how, how can you implement change within four days? It's not as if Hearts are going to Play a different style well, Are they? Well they, on might, Sunday. they might Do they have the personnel to no, do it right I, now I, with I always, say, always say that Because within four days three And it's days the same, three days And it's the same voice Bear in mind That's been there all along you're almost in a habit So the defenders who Have been launching balls Under Craig Levine Austin McPhee may say Let's play different Let's try and pass it But automatically You've been playing one way For a number of seasons yeah. And you'll fall into that I, habit I, Within Mark, 10 minutes again I'm not saying that I think There's any chance that Hearts can win the game What I'm saying is I don't think it's a massive risk Losing a manager Who's never going to win yeah. the game anyway And sticking in two coaches Crawford on you go Yeah so the players Like I know um, Mark Wilson, he would have played when Burley and that was there. And Gordon Dier would have watched it. Um, now, in terms of the squad, take away the injuries, right? I see, The signings that Levine's made, I would say, the majority of them have been good signings. However, I, I can't remember as long as I've been a supporter, there being a better squad of players than what we've got right now. And it's simply been performances. Walker, Naismith, we've brought Demure. From albeit he didn't play much, but he was playing quite a lot in the championship for uh, Cardiff. You've got Glenn Whelan, um, Crystal Ferrer, he's an esteemed international, albeit he's coming to the end of his career. Uh, Michael Smith, uh, first team international with Northern Ireland. It is a very, very, very good squad of players. Hmm. They need the direction and they need a manager that's going to inspire them and want them to get out there because you can see it every time Hearts were going, down, going out there. The players, as soon as something happened, it was just dejection. And it was almost as if it was like the supporters in the stand as well. Here we go again. Because they knew what was coming. The supporters were going to absolutely roast them on it. And <laughs> that's what I was getting at at the start. It's like a relief because now we're actually going to see a change. And we may actually see the players come into themselves. And to give a prime example of a player that, uh, that was like that, look at Sean Clare. It's evident that the boy's got the talent. But see, as soon as something goes wrong, he goes hiding. Mm. Uh, the head goes down I mean I, I said to my, my dad When I was at the game I don't think I've ever seen a player In an Aberdeen game When the parts have got the ball going you, you want to come and mark me Because he was hiding And it was because It wasn't going our way And I think With him leaving It's a case of The players don't have that any longer Because the fans won't I can assure you that The fans won't be Going into the stadium on Sunday Going right Here we go again it's going to be completely different Crawford just before we let you go Just when you said that, that previously you lived in America It started bringing back memories Last time you were on Did you not speak to Craig Beattie on the show Who said he was going to take you for a coffee And discuss his time at Hearts? 
I did, yes Well he's actually texted in already Well, you've been on the phone And says he tried you on your American number And he couldn't get through But he's a man of his word And he still wants to set up this uh, this mate state with you So there you go Listen mate, he's no boring problem. Don't take him <laughs> up <on that. laughs> Producer Andy will pass the details Producer Andy is like Silla Black He's going to make he's gonna make it happen He's the matchmaker uh, Thanks to Crawford in Mullinsburn Across from the Iron Brew factory He'll be along a bit now, won't he? He'll have walked Craw- Crawford, yeah. change your number mate Quickly uh, He'll have walked along from the Iron Brew factory now Thank you to Crawford Kenny is a Rangers fan In Dunfermline He's got some thoughts On Ryan Jack And you're going to hear them next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader For compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL And Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard I'm surprised you got Away tonight Mark You've got You've got kids Were you not Getting dragged around the doors Bit of trick or treating I'm no? delighted I'm out of the house no, oh, honestly, on, My, my house gets At least a hundred kids No way Yeah yeah. Right. yeah. Tell, Cost a t- fortune Tell everybody out there It's going about the streets And now Driving around about your streets In the car with their kids Definitely <laughs> tell you a joke Right We know you're here What's your wife not doing Just so we <laughs> took, kids to, <laughs> took the kids to the cinema and for something to eat. Lights Saved out. a bit of cash this year. Miserable. Your favourite fan, your favourite fan, actually tweeted in nervous driver. Uh, he says that the mushroom has barbed wire around the house to keep the trick or treaters out. Unreal. It's, it's not far off. Lights out. Yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. They're building too many houses around me nowadays. It's just inviting. You'll be home kids. at half past eight, kids. Just wait for them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nightmare. See. Hand them apples and bananas. <laughs> the listeners are, there's a vending machine up the oh. stairs if you want to go and buy a hundred uh, Kit Kat junkies <laughs> uh, when you get back. Right, uh, Kenny's on the line, Kenny and Dunfermline. But let me quickly read the teaser out just before we uh, before we, we speak to Kenny. So Jordan and Copebridge sent last night's in, and he sent two questions at once. Mm. So I figured, why not? Let's just use them both in consecutive <laughs> nights. Jordan mm. sent this one in. We are looking for. Write this down, Gordon. I am yeah. not going to repeat this as the evening goes on. I'm on, I'm on. The last 11 non Scottish international players who have scored a hat trick in the English Premier League <laughs> and have scored in Scotland. No, not a hat trick. No, just at any point. Ah, right, got you. So we're looking for the last 11 non Scottish. International players So they've been capped <coughs> They've scored a hat-trick In the English Premier League And they've scored For a Scottish team Chris Sutton must be one surely Yes Chris Sutton is one surely Yeah there you go Marco Boy Only 10 uh, John Hartson No No <laughs> That's a perfectly Defoe. reasonable shout Yes Jermaine Defoe uh, I'm... Any more? Alright we'll leave it there That's a decent start So if you want to play along at home Listen in 11 The last 11 Non-Scottish International players Who've scored a hat-trick In the English Premier League And have scored for a Scottish team So guys like Jermaine Defoe Capped by England Not Scotland Have scored a hat-trick In the English Premier League And has scored for a Scottish team Same with Chris Sutton Two down Nine to go Let's speak to Kenny In Dunfermline Hi Kenny How are you doing guys? You alright? Yes Kenny How are you? I'm very well. Um, great, great show as always. Uh, that was a pretty impressive uh, bit of funding there, Gordon, as well. Thanks, Kenny. I'm, I'm on fire, mate. You could <laughs> you could do with me in uh, Sunday up front. Aye, uh, definitely. Um, listen, I, I was like, I've been wanting to come on for a wee while, but I've just managed to go on this time. Uh, we're all we're always talking about how good Brian Jack's performances are just now. 
and with it with an international team not doing as well as they should be doing, do you not think it's time that the manager has to try we starting Ryan Jack in the midfield along with John McGinn? But like we said, Gordon, I'll be I'd be amazed if he's not in the squad He's going to be in the squad Because oh, yeah. he's been in the last couple he, You know, But he, he pulled out of one injured mm. I think um, Can he find his way into the team That's the, that's the next question I, th- I think he'll get his opportunity Gordon Because I think he's in good form But so is the rest of the midfield players That he's in against And it's up to the manager Different managers would look at Maybe different systems It would suit Ryan Jack To someone else pref- uh, You know Prefer someone else But Just now If you're looking You've got McGinn in there. McTominay, for me, and I know people say, well, he's down in England and he's playing with a poor Manchester United team. Watch the second half against Chelsea last night. He was absolutely brilliant, the boy. He was, and he's top player. So he's in against him. Uh, you've got guys like McGregor, who, as we know, top player up here as well. Uh, so, so Ryan Christie, there's good competition, but I think Ryan Jack thrives in that. And I won't be surprised. And let me say, if... His name comes out And he's given the opportunity mm-hmm. I won't turn around and say Well that's a wrong decision It's up to Steve Clark. Mark I don't think anyone would be Overly surprised to see him Play no. one of these games I, No I don't think so I think he's done great this season I think he, he was very good last season However he's battling for a place In Scotland's strongest area um, McTominay might not be Everybody's cup of tea I like him though um, I think he's doing it At a very very high level People will then argue Say oh Man United is rubbish But I tell you what You need to be still some player Well he's their best player To get into that side And he's their best player At the moment anyway So that's the unfortunate thing For Ryan Jack John McGinn You would say Well play him and McTominay But you've got John McGinn Who's been outstanding as well Um, Could you play three of them in there? I think you've got A wee bit more You could but you'd have to And it's Christie or something else They're all you can make a case for them all That's Exactly the thing. I don't think anybody Would have any argument With him being in there And I suppose it's It's people's own preference Rangers fans who see him Week in, week out Will not understand Why he's not in there Other people who watch Football on a wider scale Will, will then argue McTominay So I don't think anybody Would have any complaints If he did get in there But I think McTominay For me personally Is ahead of him Kenny in many ways <laughs> Would Ryan Jack Because of the job he does would he maybe have been better suited to play against Russia than than against you know Kazakhstan and Cyprus? Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I, I would definitely give give him a chance because he's he's not really been near the first team and he's playing at the highest level in Europe with Rangers. So I think given him, I, I would say him and with McGinn and the two Celtic boys out wide. I would I would definitely try a different formation to try and fit Ryan Jack in because even last night people are coming on and saying about Joe Arebo. I think Joe Arrivo played well last night because everything came through Ryan Jack and he was pushing them on. So I, I, I think we, we've not had the greatest results for the national team. Uh, I think we're all crying out for to get to a major tournament. I think Ryan Jack could definitely help towards getting us there. What I will, will say, Kenny, is if he keeps playing the way he's playing, he's going to get an opportunity. And then it'll be up to him to say to Steve Clark, I'm the number one midfield player. Mm-hmm. He's playing very well. I don't I keep going to this People will say Well it was only Ross County last night I don't care who you're playing against I thought the boy was brilliant 
uh, for the time he was on the pitch and The thing is Gordon I know there's not a lot of time But Steve Clark still has Training sessions With them all involved And he gets to see them all mm-hmm. On the same pitch And then make a call As to who he thinks Looks better That's the bit that we'll We'll never see So it's yeah. not only And again I know it's limited time In international break So maybe It only plays a small part In the decision But that's the bit We'll never see It's, it's alright for us Trying to compare Ryan Jack What he's doing Against Ross County Scott McTominay What he's doing Against someone And, and John McGinn Someone else that's fine for us But Stevie Clark will see them First yeah. hand in the lead up to the game Yeah and get a feeling for who's Really You know on top of their form And and plus the fact Tactically He'll look at the opposition He'll look at the players That they're playing against What suits What sort of system That suits Scotland To go and play against that opposition yeah. Is Ryan Jack the right man for that That all comes into play uh, Good luck to Glasgow City by the way Just kicked off against Bronby In the Champions League Kenny Hang on the line Because as a Rangers fan You might have some thoughts on this This is the first time we've spoken uh, to James Tavernier since the the big debate really started about you know his his performance the captaincy the penalties he believes he'll be better for the criticism from the fans he's come under a bit of fire after those mistakes and the penalty miss he says it's something that he's learning to deal with it doesn't really unsettle us you know it's it's part of the game you're gonna have ups and downs and you know and I believe um, myself, in myself and the character that I am to bounce back. If I ever, well, if I do dip form, so no, I've been, I've been, I've been good. Um, had a good, quiet chat with the gaffer. Um, I know I've got his backing and the staff's backing, and I know all the players are right behind us. And obviously, it was a great uh, showing last night of the fans um, singing my name. So almost gives you a kick up the bum, you know, to if you ever been complacent or anything like that. And you know, I only use it. To motivate us even more to to work harder and you know just just to perform better. Kenny, he's staying in the team. That's pretty obvious. He's also keeping the captain's armband. We don't yet know if he'll stay on the penalties because Rangers didn't get one last night. What, what do you make of of him at the moment and listening to him there? I, th- I think it's good that he's came out and spoken to, uh, and acknowledged that he's had a bad to perform. Uh, for me, the, 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 probably the last six weeks, I've been one of the people maybe on his case a bit. But talking to fellow fans, I, I think the right thing to do is what you guys have been saying is, is actually get behind the guy. Um, we've had great players in the past at Rangers um, that have went through bad spells, but it doesn't make them bad players. So I, th- I think we all need to get behind James. And I would, I would, I would keep him on penalties because he, he, he scored that his conversion rate. I know he's not been great this year, but uh, all in all, I think th- there's not many people that would score as many as he's scoring. I don't mind that I think that's the first one we've had To say mm. Keep him on On penalties I'm mm. interested that's yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> I, would, yeah. I think if you miss That many It becomes almost difficult The goal becomes Smaller, smaller. And when you've got Such goal scorers As Rangers have Did you stay on them After it? you missed one And got Ian McCall the sack No no. You <laughs> that after that Because I'd missed a couple By that point <laughs> How did anybody Give you the ball oh, I, was, I was the penalty Oh I was right back Stick together I was the penalty taker For United Yep Scored in Larson's last game At Celtic Park Dundee United penalty. You can't even kick the ball right I <laughs> Don't you. give us a, Don't give us your nonsense <laughs> you, Listen you're trying to I was prolific Prolific You're that bad oh, and, uh, Listen seeing all honesty Going back to James Tavernier It can't be easy We all had Bad runs of forms As players But his has been So well publicised And I think Missing the penalties Has, mm. has elevated even more He's having to come out And say I've had a private chat With a gaffer And he's got my back I mean Usually you just get dropped, you know, but it's it's a slightly odd situation where he seems 
undroppable and he's having to really dig in and get through it with the help of all the fans behind him. Big thank you to Kenny and Dunfermline. Still time to get your call in on 0141 951 1025. Uh, some other big games across the league last night. <sighs> Kilmarnock fans possibly frustrated at a refereeing error in your eyes. That's the vibe I was getting, certainly after the game. But Stephen Robinson says Motherwell showed patience to beat 10 man Kilmarnock. Uh, he does believe his side were a bit naive towards the end of the game and the way they managed it. But believes there were lots of good performances from his players. We actually put better, and people give us credit for it, Aberdeen. But we made mistakes. We got punished for it by you know uh, some good players in their team, and they, they punished us. I thought we did very good performance on on Sunday, and to find the energy levels that produce another performance so quickly again, um, especially the front players, I thought was excellent. Um, in truth, I thought we played better probably when they had eleven men. Um, it's hard. It's hard to play against ten men. You have to show patience, and we did. We moved the ball from side to side, and you know it was a great second goal to win it. And we should have been out of sight. The game should have been over again. And my only real qualm was I thought we could have managed it a little bit better in the last fifteen minutes. Maybe showed a uh, the age of our squad again, and that's something we have to keep getting better at. It should have been more comfortable for us, but it's never easy playing against ten men. Uh, you know, you see it many times where teams sit in and they get one set play and you get punished for it. So, you know, a lot of good performances tonight. Um, a little bit of naivety um, at the end when we should be passing it and keeping throw-ins into the corner. So we'll continue to keep working on that. Uh, I made it along just in the nick of of time, gone yeah. just to get the half-time pie and then go and watch the second half. Um, when the second half started, because Kilmarnock were down to 10, Motherwell were camped out in Kilmarnock's half. It was like attack versus defence and training. And then credit to Kilmarnock, they really managed to dig in. And although Motherwell got what turned out to be the decisive goal, Stephen Robinson says they didn't manage it particularly well. And Kilmarnock had, had chances and caused a few um, worrying moments for Stephen Robinson. Overall, though, it's a result which moves Motherwell back into third. That, at this stage of the season... I don't think many people were predicting that before before a ball was kicked. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, I think the fact that they were playing Kilmarnock, who are really in good form just now, and it was always going to be a difficult game. And the manager's right. Sometimes, the minute a, a team goes down to ten, everybody expects, oh, it's just got to be a victory now. Teams down to ten men, they're very well organised, which Kilmarnock are, and they made it very difficult for Motherwell. But I thought the winning goal was a terrific ball in, good header. Um, the sending off's a big um, talking point. I know Mark said it was a sending off. I was said, it? I, I said that maybe it was no chance. Um, you says it was a sending off. It was never a sending off. When I watched it, when I watched it first hand, Mark, I thought, yeah, it's a sending off. But I've got to after watching it a few times, and this is why I, I stick up for the refs. It's a hard job after watching it a few times. I think uh, he was quite unlucky, and I was quite unlucky to get his name wrong in the. The Big Burke getting Burt sent Burt off Burt last night. <laughs> what, what do you think of it, Mark? A lot of people have poring over the, the footage, kind of slowing it down. And you, it certainly does look from from one of the angles, maybe even more than one, that Alex Bruce gets the ball and and you can, you, or it looks like you can see it getting knocked away from yeah. Christopher Long, and that's yeah. what's frustrating the Kilmarnock fans. Gordon says it is worth bearing in mind. Ref doesn't get that look, and he only sees it at, at full speed. Mm. But nevertheless, I, I, was it the wrong decision in I, your eyes? Yeah, it was the wrong decision. I think. The angle behind the goal clearly shows Bruce sliding in, you know, getting a, a full foot in the ball and directing the ball away. Which, of course, isn't the view the ref had. Of course. So you can sympathise with a ref, but at the end of the day, it's a wrong decision and Kilmarnock will feel hard done by. So, But, I mean, Kilmarnock will take positives from it. 
down to 10 men They still put in a decent performance But great from Murrowell's point of view to, to hold on It might have been a wee bit nervy at the end But they did enough mm-hmm. And they're having a fantastic season Albeit bad results against Aberdeen Did well at Ibrox And they bounced back with uh, a deserved three points last People night. who watch Motherwell a lot Gordon have clearly been happy with what they've seen so far And the only slight question mark maybe who, Who's the who's the stick on at number nine? Who's the one who's going to play most weeks And get you goals, guarantee you goals Devante Cole scoring yeah. last night mm-hmm. Scored at Ibrox Is, is he worth being the one that persevere with Yeah when when somebody starts Putting the ball in the back of your net Keep them on the pitch Gordon um, You know I can understand Morelis coming off Because he's scored that many But especially if you're a mother will And you're you're trying to keep that third uh, place um, You've got to find somebody that's In hot just now In front of goals He scored a good goal at Ibrox Very difficult place to go and score Got the winner last night I'd be very surprised if he doesn't start against Livy. If he doesn't, I'll be chanting at the manager's door at two o'clock to ask why, so he might not hear from me for five, ten minutes. <laughs> but I'm sure, I am very sure that he will start. But it's a good option because I like Long. He comes on and does a shift as well. And when he plays from the start, he puts the work in. I think they've got a good balance there, Motherwell. I really do. And uh, I'm looking forward to a terrific game against Gary Holtz Livingston on Saturday. Uh, from a Kilmarnock perspective, so good defensively, Mark Wilson. Mm. But Stuart Finlay went off injured uh, in one of the previous games. Del Fabro, a late uh, concern last night. Alex yeah. Bruce sent off. That will be appealed, mm-hmm. um, I think. So we'll, we'll wait and see the outcome of that. But a couple of personnel... Um, issues for, for yeah, them at the yeah, back No ideal Especially when You start the season Like they did And it looked like They were going to be Under major pressure To then work with your side uh, And we don't know the methods Alessio's was used But they were working Defensively They've worked And they've been so tight At the back When you start losing personnel And crucial personnel uh, uh, <laughs> I would say it's a big worry So Opportunity for the guys Coming in However, obviously Alessio would rather have his first choice defence uh, get into what's a crucial period of the season. You know, the next couple of months, a lot of games, and he'd rather the defence that's got him there, fourth place in the league. OK, tonight's teaser sent in by Jordan and Cope Bridge. He is looking for the last 11 non-Scottish international players who have scored a hat-trick in the English Premier League and have scored for a Scottish team. Thomas Higgins has thrown oh, two yeah. correct answers in. Uh, Token Jester's got a couple A regular uh, contributor Colin Moffat has got one of the ones That you guys haven't got yet uh, Who else? By the way loads of people are taking part Colin Moffat's got another one Colin Johnson's got a few But he's got a few wrong What are you two got? Well I had a cracker Until I realised the question was non-Scots I had Stuart McCall But that's out the window uh, He's also not scored a hat-trick in English Premier Robbie League Robbie Keane Has he not scored for ever in a hat-trick? No Sure? Yes Oh, don't Robbie know. Keane Cup final he scored in Robbie Keane, yes. Here's here's one I always throw in because I don't like him. You don't like him? No, I don't like him because I was standing the touchline at the cup final when he scored with about two minutes to go at half time and I throw him into everyone. Tory Andrew Flo, Chelsea and Rangers. Yes. Well done. Capped by Norway. Norway. Mm-hmm. Just just checking. Big uh Yelovich scored a hat trick? Nope. Did he not? I did. What about Grant Holt? Nope. Nope. Uh, Franny Jeffers Nope <laughs> uh, Freddie Lundberg Oh, oh Nope Hey what? Pookie Norwich Very good Yes Timo oh, Pookie well Okay Timo Pookie Jermaine Defoe Robbie Keane Chris Sutton Torrey Andrew Foe Five down Six to go We'll oh, get no. them next And we'll speak to Mark and Cumbernauld 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. A bit of work to be done on the full time teaser. We'll get to that uh, in just a second. We're going to speak to Mark uh, in Cumbernauld. Um, but y- you've had a message in personally, Gordon, yeah. something that came up on the show earlier on, talking about Tavernier and penalties. And, and Mark Wilson spoke about his his days at taking penalties. And I questioned him. I questioned him. And I've just received a text and it says, Daza, it's Charlie Miller. Wilson didn't even get to take a throw in <laughs> at United, and I carried him for two years. <laughs> so he's I'm been you, That's nonsense. Hey, Charlie, Charlie did help me, but I always, <laughs> I was a penalty taker. I always remember Charlie was fuming. So, Charlie, if you're listening, he was. He used to always say, you, you sure you're all right to take this? You don't want me to take it? And I used to grab ah, the ball. Ah, so there you go. I think he was a bit jealous I, that I was a penalty taker. <laughs> Oh, there we go uh, We'll get back to the teaser In just a second <laughs> We'll look back on more Of last night's games as well Let's speak to The most famous Mark From Cumbernauld Wilson's number two Obviously We've got this guy on the line Hi Mark Hi how you doing uh, How you doing panel uh, uh, Hope you have a nice evening Cheers Mark uh, just, I've just got a couple of points If, if I can uh, First point I was at the Celtic game last night And I listened to Gordon earlier on Saying how You know Um we probably should have scored a couple more goals and that's, that's right but I honestly think even though he's only played two or three games they really missed the young right back last night no, they missed his drive and his enthusiasm and I think possibly that's kind of where the minute broke down a wee bit we still got the win but I think it was one of them uh, a lot of chances didn't come off that we tried to like you know yeah, Mark, what do you make of that? I think, you know, he's gone from sort of man of the match. He wasn't involved at all last night. Most people expected him to be managed. You know, no one expected him to play every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, 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 but the nature of the fixture. Yeah, it's just strange for me as well when I, I saw the starting lineups um, said on Sunday that he, he deserved to keep his place in the side. Um, and I meant for the, the, the very next game. I, I didn't mean the, the semi final because we all know how important that is. But a game at home. Against a team who could be stuffy and hard to break down With his pace and energy I thought it was an ideal game The boy will be feeling good about himself I don't think he would have the same stiffness As some of the older players, you know, might have And need the recovery But, uh, you know, why not play him? And I think Celtic did lose a wee bit down that right-hand side Not to say Bowers uh, (laughs) It's not to say Bowers a bad player But just when you've got a player on such a high the crowd are on his side You know Everybody's loving Watching him play I thought it was An ideal night to play him Gordon <laughs> Gordon would you like To share your thoughts What are you laughing at <coughs> No Something's stopped my throat They're gone um, No I agree I think the young boy Was terrific up at, um, What an absolute child Aberdeen yeah, He definitely Wouldn't have had The same stiffness uh, You know Going into the next game As the older players Because he's As a as a younger lad But uh, Bauer had got his opportunity last night I didn't see the full Celtic game So I don't really know How he played Gordon I've got to say Mark El Hamed is Probably the number one If he's going to You know f- f- For the big games Not only were you perhaps Surprised to see Frimpong drop out Were you surprised That it was Bauer That was given the nod in there Or is it just about Trying to give all these guys A fair crack at it I think I, I think I remember I tried to give him A fair crack I I think Elhamed's carrying an injury. I don't think he's 100% fit. Because he plays like the European games. He doesn't seem to come on uh, in the league games anymore. But, um, yeah. So, but Bauer probably went off the boil a wee bit because he didn't have a good game against Livingston. And he looked, he's like steady Eddie, good in defence, but he just didn't look as sharp as he normally did going forward. Uh, Mark, I know you're a Celtic fan, but you're also a Scottish football fan. And I believe you had a, 
a comment to make about Craig Levine's sacking? I've got an, I've got a theory that okay. it might be wrong. Uh, probably is wrong. Um, so obviously both the Edinburgh sides are kind of heading the wrong way in the league table now. Did you, maybe this has been said before earlier on. I didn't hear it, but do you not know, think possibly that Hearts have made that decision? Um, because I know the guy earlier on said that you know there's no way back for Jack Ross. He's fell out with the board and he's fell out with other stuff. But you know, you guys probably know in football just as much, probably more than I do that. Guys can come back to teams that have made the people fell out and they went back to teams before. Do you know what I think? That maybe Hearts have went, look, this Hibs are one, maybe one or two results away for doing exactly the same thing, and they want to maybe get the jump start on, try to get maybe a Jack Ross in or somebody else in. Well, Mark, I've, I've got to be honest, I think if uh, Boyle hadn't scored in the last kick of ball last night, Easter Road, the two of them would have been away. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the two of them would have made that decision. I think Hearts and Hibs would have lost their managers last night. Because it was not acceptable for Hibs again, 2-0 down, and I think Boyle really gave him one more life. Does on. it really come down to something so 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 simple, Mark? So, you know, if Martin Boyle doesn't score, Heckenbottom goes, and, and because he does, he stays. Is, can it be that I fragile? Have, I have to agree with Daz on this one. Yeah. I, it was the first thing I thought when I, I saw the score, and how dramatic it was. I mean, if you're, you're two down to Livy at home, scrape back... I mean, he's he's on thin ice, but I don't. I, I honestly think he would have lost his job. Um, but the Jack Ross appointment—he's the one. He's the one that's sitting there ready to take on one of those roles. I don't know the history with Jack Ross and Hearts or what happened, but what I do know is he's he's a very good coach. Um, every player that I've spoke to who's worked with him loves his training. Very inventive on the training ground, and he gets his teams playing nice football. I think that ticks. All the boxes that Hearts fans want And whether If there was a breakdown in relationships Whether that can be fixed behind the scenes I don't know But I think a lot of Hearts fans would welcome him uh, at the club Could we be in a situation then Depending what happens with Paul Heckenbottom in the coming weeks That those two are competing in You know, shopping in the same market For, for their next manager Yeah, they could Yeah um, There's some good managers out there uh, Jack Ross is one of them As Mark says But then of course Paul the, Heckenbottom Might beat Celtic on Saturday All yeah, will be yeah, forgiven Yep, yeah, exactly and okay. I don't think that'll happen on. Right enough But um, I think just that goal last night Buys him a bit of uh, time Or I think he would have been gone as well There's good managers out there They might look at A foreign coach They might look You know, there's All sorts of uh, different ways the uh, roads they could go down, Gordon. Actually, the statement in from Breakin issuing a hands-off warning. I don't worry about <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> think the assistant manager. Okay, we're going to leave it there. Thank you to Mark and Cumberland. Our final call of the evening. We've got loads of work to do on the teaser. I should have really uh, started this a bit earlier. Right. Eleven, the last eleven non-Scottish internationals who've scored a hat trick in the English Premier League and have also scored for a Scottish team: Timo Pukki, Jermaine Defoe, Robbie Keane, Chris Sutton. Tori Andre Flo. We went with six to get quick. Rob Earnshaw. Yep. Yes, Brilliant answer, by the way. Shout. Really yeah. good shout. Well done. Uh, did we give you Ian Wright? Ian Wright. Go on, Mark. Yes, well done. Right. Craig Bellamy. No. Oh, oh, yeah, I built that up as well. You gave it the big in there with Bellamy. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <sighs> oh! Australian centre forward. Mark Viduka. Brilliant. Well done. Oh, good shout. Yep. Uh, Three to get. Me. That's me. I'm struggling. I'm out. Three to get Give gives us a clue Clues Clues um, For regular listeners of the show You once Launched a cup of tea at his head 
Because he came into the dressing room after taking the mickey out of your team. Ah, Kinchelskis. Kinchelskis. Andre Kinchelskis. Ah, never have got that. Manchester United. Uh, um, it's not really a, a PG clue, this. This is, this is one of those private jokes for people who were at our pub quiz, Mark Wilson. Yeah. You were asked a very. Strange and private question About the physical attributes I know Of oh, players that you've played with I've got Dublin done as well Dion Dublin um, yep. We'll move on Holmes from that under the hammer Big Dion yep. Dublin right yep. enough um, Hammer throw Like I say Private joke for anyone Who was at the pub quiz last week Last one You'll never get it never right, Just skip gives it a clue, Gives a clue Initials H Henry C. Harry Harry Co- Cochrane Henry Harry Cochrane Henry What would you take a Henry picture Henry Camara oh, Well done Brilliant We got there in the end Henry Camara <laughs> Never heard of him well, uh, Thank you to Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Thanks for all your calls and tweets We are back tomorrow Hugh Keevans alongside the Motherwell assistant Keith Lasley Joining us tomorrow night Callum Gallagher's up next Stay where you are Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com